Sound of KUCI in Irvine, 88.9 FM, and streaming live on the internet at KUCI.org. I am Tani Teneviel, your host for the next hour on Phenomenal Woman. And my goodness, what so many things to talk about today. Um, so many things to think about <laughs> in life right now. What uh, with all of the things going on over in Japan, I hope that you will join me in sending um, prayers and thoughts to all of those in Japan, especially those displaced from their homes, who have lost their homes, who are spending uh, days in shelters, those who are... Um, in fear and in are locked in their houses uh, because of the radiation um, situation that is going on. And please um, take time out of your day, if you will, just to hold them all in light. I actually do believe that makes a difference. And when things like this happen, as tragic as they may be, they are very op- often opportunities for us to grow in empathy and compassion, not only for those to which these things are happening, but also just to be mindful, even ever more mindful, of our own lives and how each and every day is such a gift and not a single day or moment can be taken for granted because life can change in an instant. And those of us who live in Southern California are quite mindful of this, living here on a fault line and having been through a few earthquakes, not not anything major, but I was around during the Northridge quake, and my mom lived in Northridge at the time. I've been through some tornadoes in Texas, one that took several buildings of off the property that I was on. And so it's, it's just, um, it's, it's an, it, life is uncertain. And... When things like this happen, it's very easy sometimes to say why and try to look for reasons. But I think generally um, all of that energy spent on asking why, especially with regards to natural uh, disasters like earthquakes, is energy that perhaps we could use in other ways. Sometimes it's just what is and... um, I know for myself, I try to look for what 
what's my part in this? What can I do? And that's what I kind of woke up thinking about this morning. You know, Japan is half a world away. And yet, in the times we live in, how strange it is that we are so connected. I mean, never before has there been an earthquake where uh, the entire world could be watching by the time 45 minutes later that the tsunami hit the shores uh, because of our connectedness to each other through things like the internet and and, um, other forms of modern technology. So very strange times and and I think it at least for me it helps me to feel more connected to feel more a part of a global family when I see those things happening over in Japan through the slides and the pictures that are on the internet <clears throat> and much the sa- in the same way that I felt um was it last a couple of years ago? I think it's been now, but uh, but also a couple of times. And we had the great fires here in Southern California. And my friend Roe actually came to stay with me during the last big fire in Escondido. And they didn't know whether they would be going home to a house or not because the fire was literally within about a mile of their home. And fortunately they 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 did go home and their house was still there and uh, all of both of them and their fur children were safe and but there were many who did lose their homes during that time and many people that were in shelters for extended periods so very very strange times we're living in and and also just i know uh, for me today it was trying to figure out what what can i do um and what can i what can i not do in the sense what's what's an appropriate response <clears throat> to something like this um having grown up in a dysfunctional a somewhat dysfunctional house where whenever mother was unhappy about something we were supposed to be unhappy as well because if you were happy when mother was unhappy then somehow that was a, a betrayal and um i've i've gone through quite a bit of uh, emotional healing over the <laughs> over the decades for this um and just and and i think that a lot of times in our culture it's kind of like well um we shouldn't be happy about anything when other people are not happy um and i i don't really believe that that's true i think we the best response is to look for what we can do and then actually to be as happy as we can possibly be because it, it raises the energetic level. And I know when my friends came to stay with me uh, during the Escondido fires, um, it was, they wanted to get away from uh, from all of that. They, they they had done everything they could to protect their house and to remove their animals and to remove themselves and the things that were most valuable to them. And then they just had to let it go and say, you know, we'll either have a house or we won't. But they didn't come up and spend the entire time fretting about what was going to happen or whether something was going to happen. Yes, they watched the news. Yes, they stayed in touch with people down there to get updates on what was happening with the fire, but they were actually very grateful for the break of just the intensity 
of it all and of not having to be in a shelter, of actually being able to go someplace and have a shower in a room where they could just, uh, you know, cuddle together. And um, so, so uh, yeah, just trying to kind of... Um, see what's what is the correct response to these things and so <clears throat> with that um i will get into a little bit more i do want to do the intro to the show which we normally do which i have not um have not done yet just to kind of set up because this show is about women uh generally i believe that uh men are fantastic there are lots of phenomenal men on this planet but this show really is um in, from my heart, uh, focusing on phenomenal women, and I am here to remind all of the women of this planet, anyone who is within earshot of my radio program, that uh, you are phenomenal, and very often we are phenomenal, which really means extraordinary, in very ordinary ways and in very ordinary lives, and I am blessed to have so many phenomenal women in my life that uh, my life is so enriched by. And none of them are movie stars. None of them are millionaires. um, But they're all fantastic women that enrich my lives in so many ways. And and many of them would probably um, argue with me about whether or not they are a phenomenal woman. But I'm here to tell you that you are. (laughs) And so... We're going to talk about some things today. We're going to talk about, um, last time I was here, we talked about uh, March uh, being my birthday month and how I believe actually that a birthday is a very special thing and one day is way too small a time to celebrate the coming into the world of such, a mag- of such magnificent creatures as human beings. All creatures are magnificent, but um, because we can, I think I think it's wonderful to to celebrate an entire month. So I I think we should all have birthday months rather than just birthday days, and it just uh, it just makes things a little more fun. And fun is good. If you ask Dr. Seuss, if you don't believe that, um, one of my favorite quotes in the whole world is Dr. Seuss. It says, "Who says these things are fun? And fun is good." No, if you never did, you should. These things are fun, and fun is good. And so, um, I want to say a very special happy birthday to Zane Araki, who emailed me uh, last week. And I'm going to say a little bit more about that uh, um, in just a little bit. But before we get too much further into our topics for today, I want to just kind of take a moment to set it all up and remind us of who we are. Maybe take a couple of moments. Uh, again, this is Phenomenal Woman on every other Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m., alternating weeks with What Would Arwen Do here on KUCI 88.9 FM Irvine, broadcasting from the University of California in Irvine. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week we are here, and you can listen to many of our public affairs programs through uh, podcasts on our KUCI website, KUCITalk.org, or through iTunes. We're available there, and if you cannot listen, um, we also broadcast to the Orange County area, so 200 watts, but uh, if you can't 
Listen in on the radio, please. Listen in on the internet and tell your friends. And uh, we'll all be connected. So I'm going to play um, a, a poem, for one thing, the poem on which this, uh, the inspiration for this program came about by Maya Angelou. First, though, I want to say just a little something about phenomenal women, and I believe that they are around us everywhere, that they are our mothers and daughters and aunts and nieces, our teachers and students and next-door neighbors. Phenomenal women are the women who inspire us by their lives and by their examples. They make us want to be more kind, more generous, more helpful, brighter, stronger, even more beautiful. They make us want to be better human beings just by their presence in the world. You may know some people like that, that inspire you just by their presence in the world. They might be movie stars or athletes or political activists, but usually they are just women we know or meet every day at our work, at school, the kids' soccer games, and in our families. So, this show is about celebrating women. I believe it's not about competing with each other, but rather it's about celebrating each other. Our wild, wonderful, sexy, crazy, feminine selves. We phenomenal women. And I'm going to play for you Maya Angelou's poem, Phenomenal Woman. Maybe you can take just a moment or two to let these words sink into your heart and inspire you. If you are driving, please don't close your eyes. But if you're not driving, maybe you just uh, can take a moment, just close your eyes. If you are having a hard time believing that you are a phenomenal woman, maybe you could take a few moments to just practice suspending your disbelief and let these words sink into your heart. If you're a guy and you're listening... Uh, maybe you just take a few moments to think of someone in your life who is a phenomenal woman. A wife, a mother, a sister, a daughter, a next-door neighbor, a teacher, someone you work with, someone who just inspires you and makes you smile when you think about that person. And uh, here's Maya Angelou, Phenomenal Woman. Phenomenal Woman Many people wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. When I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. I walk into a room just as cool as you please, and to a man the fellows stand, or fall down on their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eyes, the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist, the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, it's in the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breasts, the grace of my style. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout 
or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palms of my hands, the need for my care, because I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman. That's my mother and all your mothers and my grandmothers and your grandmothers and my great-grandmothers and your greats and my great-greats and, and all you women and me. And all you women and me. And that was Maya Angelou with her poem, Phenomenal Woman. And... I am Tani Tnuvio. I am back now. And at the beginning of the show, we heard music from the Waylon Jennies, a phenomenal women's folk band from their CD, 40 Days. And we heard one voice, which to me, every, ever since I started, and I won't get into my history here at KUCI, but about... Um, Let's see. It's been almost six years now. And my very first show was the Hootenanny. And that's when I discovered or was introduced to the Waylon Jennies. And the whole, my whole adventure here at KCI has been one life-changing, transformative adventure. As has my almost nine-year anniversary now of my life as an elf, my archetypal journey with the elves of Middle Earth. So today, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, things that we can do. This morning, when I, as I mentioned, I woke up and I was thinking about the whole Japan thing and had already some idea of something that I wanted to do on the show today, but um, with the things that were going over on over in Japan, and I know people uh, who have friends over there, and family, and just feeling like, what you know, what can I do? And I was on one of my favorite message boards yesterday, Tolkien Online, the OneRing.com, affectionately known as Torque, and someone there had posted a comment saying that they felt bad just sending money. They wished that they could do something more. And I was thinking about that this morning, and I realized, you know, sometimes that's really all we can do, and it's and and it's a good thing, and we also need to let it be enough. Um, we certainly can't all jump on planes and go over to Japan and try to help. Right now, probably one of the last things they need is more people over there, um, and you know, of course they need trained people and, and that type of thing, but um, there are agencies that are well-trained in those types of relief efforts. So I'm sure the Red Cross and um, various agencies are doing all that they can. And especially with, uh, I believe that the airport is uh, closed down for right now. So if you can send some money, then do send some money. Um, as rich as Japan is, um, there's a lot to be done. And sometimes I think the donation, even the smallest donation of 5 or $10, while it may not seem like it can do a lot for Japan, I believe that it does a lot for each of us. Just as saying prayers and and holding them in light and love 
we may not feel like we may feel like well do these prayers really do any good does it really make any difference and all I can say is from experience I'm not sure if it changes anything out there in Japan or for the people that I pray for or or hold in light when they're going through difficult situations but I can promise you it changes me it it makes me feel more connected more compassionate more empathetic more grateful for my life and for um, the fact that in a lot of situations I'm very grateful that I'm not going through that particular situation makes me grateful for my health and my family and the place that I live so I believe that these things do change us and even making that very small donation of five or ten dollars makes a difference it does make a difference on an energetic level it makes a difference on a monetary level and it makes a a difference I believe in our in our own hearts the fact that we reached outside of ourselves to do something for someone else who needed some assistance. So that's my take on whether or not making a 5 or $10 donation is uh, really makes any difference. I believe absolutely, yes, it does. So this morning I was thinking about these things, and I love KUCI because I happened to look over at my clock, and lo and behold... What a cliche, but I love it. <laughs> Behold, it was about 9.10, and I realized that another phenomenal woman was on the air. And so I quick turned my CD player off and my radio on and tuned in to hear Claudia Shambau, who is the host of Ask a Leader that's on Tuesday mornings here at KUCI. And she was interviewing someone right along the lines of what I was thinking of and wondering, how am I going to be able to figure this out? And do I have time, you know, with all the things I have to do today to look this up? And um, Claudia had already done much of the work. As I tuned in, she was interviewing, and I believe she will have her program up on podcast very soon. She was interviewing... Oh, gosh, I have notes all over the place here. Um, Someone from um, the Orange County, okay, Donna uh, Boston, Orange County Emergency Manager, and gave some really wonderful information um, and website. The website is called, um, well, for, for... Disasters is alertoc.org, but just in general, the website is readyoc, R-E-A-D-O-C.org. And this is where you can go and get information about being prepared for emergencies. And I went on the website, and I love this website. I printed out several um, things from there because one of the things they have there is, uh, it's called a promise to prepare Today And it's got a little thing here, a little um, thing we can click on. It says, Promise to Prepare. And it's uh, their goal is to have 100,000 promises by December 31st, 2011. And this is a promise simply to be prepared in the event of an emergency. And um, they have checklists here for you for your emergency kits that you may have 
the basic emergency kit, what the things that you need, emergency plans. So it leads you through, you know, having like a family emergency plan, a pet emergency plan. It also has something here for um, volunteering. Uh, Alert OC is the county's regional emergency mass notification system. So I'm thinking that you could possibly train to become one of those people that makes these phone calls when an emergency happens. And I know we got a call at 4 o'clock in the morning uh, reminding or admonishing us to not go down to the beach because of the tsunami and high surf warnings. So, But somebody has to make all those phone calls. There's also a place where you can sign up to get on the list for this because sometimes I know if you're like me you do not have a landline you have just your cell phone well you can sign up and they will send you an email they will call your landline they will send you an email and they will call your cell phone line in the event of an emergency that you would need to know about you know a situation where perhaps you needed to evacuate you know what if you're staying over at your friend's house And, uh, you know, you've been hanging out, you watched a movie, and, you know, you don't want to drive home, so you're just going to crash on a couch. And um, there's a a, a warning, you know, or or like I go down and visit my friends in Escondido every once in a while, there's a warning that says... um, that, you know, the certain part of the freeway is closed down for various reasons or whatever. You would want to be notified of something like that. So, um, the... Again, the website is called readyoc.org, R-E-A-D-Y-O-C.org, and I want to say a very special thank you to phenomenal woman, Claudia Shambau, for having that information on her program this morning, because it made a big difference for me. Um, we elves have a tendency to just kind of take um, these things in stride. I I don't really think about death or or in the sense of being afraid of it um and yet uh i know it's good to be prepared and especially in the case of emergencies and in the event that you would need to be of assistance to someone else and i live with an elderly person and i realized you know in case we did have an emergency i need to make sure that we have all of these things, um, you know, a, a supply of water and the flashlights. And I know that we have all these things, but it's kind of like, I don't know if you're like me, but at one point I had them all together and then they kind of get scattered and then, and I need to, I need to get those together again. So I am going to be making this pledge and um, within the next couple of days, making sure that my kits are ready. And there's actually three kits. There's the home kit. There's your car kit or go kit, and then there's your work kit. Because something could happen, and you might be at work. You might be 20 or 30 miles from home, and if the roads are closed or or if the area that you're trying to get to is closed off, then you cannot get there, and you will need to have emergency um, supplies for wherever you are. Now, this is not to be in a state of hyper-worrying uh, and hyper-fear, um, to me, this is just good common sense of being prepared in the event that emergency hap- happens uh, because emergencies do, things do happen. And, um, and it's not that difficult. You know, it's, it's um, like 
here on the uh, car kit, uh, water and food, an Orange County map, a radio with a battery-operated radio so that <clears throat> you can tune in, find out, and find out what's going on, batteries, a whistle, a desk mask, a flashlight, a pocket knife, a copy of your health insurance and identification cards, extra keys to your house and vehicle, a toothbrush and toothpaste, uh, some emergency cash in small denominations and quarters for phone calls, uh, extra prescription eyeglasses. Um, this is something, what if your glasses got broke? And um, so you would have an extra set, or even if, you know, you can get like a set of like those cheap reading glasses that's close to the strength that you need so that if you need to read a map, you can. Prescription medications and emergency contact phone numbers, things like that. And that's for your car. And then, of course, at um, work, three gallons of water, a three-day supply of non-perishable food. And this can be something as simple as, you know, like three cans of tuna or three cans of um, of salmon and, a can, you know, a couple of cans of, of green beans or something. And a can opener, you know, the turning kind of can opener, a wrench or pliers to turn off, uh, and this is like this is for at home, to turn off u- your utilities. Again, a dusk mask, a first aid kit, uh, some water, a flashlight with extra batteries, a, a battery-powered or hand-crank radio. Um, so anyway, all of these checklists are available on um, the website of... Um, not alert OC. That's where you call for um, information when something happens. Uh, Ready OC. I'm sorry. ReadyOC.org. AlertOC.org is um, where you go. I believe that's actually where you go to provide contact information. So that's where in the case, in the event that an, an alert needs to be made, they have contact information for you on file and you will be added to the list. And um, there's also, I guess, a public information hotline, 714-628-7085. So if you would like more information, uh, I would also recommend that you perhaps look for the podcast of Claudia Shambaugh's program this morning. Again, that was Ask a Leader. And visit the websites, uh, these websites, which are very informative. Again, readyoc.org. There's also information on um, the Red Cross. So as I was thinking through these things and trying to figure out, well, you know, what what small thing can I do over here uh, to help people in Japan apart from uh, maybe, you know, saying some prayers and... and, um, trying to and staying in touch with uh, friends that I have over there through the internet and, and message boards and staying up on um, whether they're they're okay. But there's also places that you can get um, go to to make donations. There's um, there's very wonderful information on the website of the of the Red Cross web- website. In fact, I found a document there called, um, it's called Be Red Cross Ready, Coping with Shelter-in-Place Emergencies. So this is where, um, 
it says here, sheltering in place can disrupt our routines and challenge our ability to tend to responsibilities such as work and caring for loved ones. Understandably, we may become nervous or uncomfortable when sheltering in place. The following information can help you cope emotionally with this type of emergency. And I remember when my friends had to go to a shelter in Escondido. They, they weren't expecting that to have to happen. Um, but this helps you to kind of understand some of the um, what's going on there, what, what, what they're trying to do, things that you can do uh, if you have to go into a uh, shelter in place. And um, it's just a whole list of of things. It says, um, sheltering in place is taking meeting immediate shelter wherever you are, at home, work, school, or in between. Emergency personnel advise or require sheltering in place during rare instances when the safest action for you and others is to remain at your current location. These instances include events such as gas leak, chemical spill, or nuclear accident. Uh, during a shelter-in-place emergency, authorities provide information on TV, the radio, and other forms of electronic communication in order to help you understand how to remain sa- safe. So, actually, I guess this is uh, where you are uh, shelter-in-place at, like, say, at your home or wherever you happen to be when there is an emergency. So, um, right now, there are many people in Japan who are like 144,000, 140,000, something like that, who are being instructed to stay in their homes and keep their homes as airtight as possible because of the radiation levels. Um, So, but there's just a lot of really good information and helpful things. And perhaps you will go and make a promise to prepare uh, so that you and your family are prepared here in Orange County or wherever you may be listening from in the event of an emergency. And if you don't live in Orange County, you can certainly still go to this website and uh, you could apply these principles and these checklists to any county or area that you happen to live in. Um, The checklist for making these home emergency kit, your work kit, or a uh, car, car kit or go bag. So, again, that is readyoc.org. I am Tani Tanuvio. You are listening to Phenomenal Woman here on KUCI in Irvine 88.9 FM and streaming live on the Internet at KUCI.org. I feel like I want to have a little music to kind of break things up. Um, moving on to some other things, do what you can and let it be enough and... And do not give in to hopelessness. One of the things uh, that I love about what I have learned from my elvish adventure, my life as an elf now going on nine years, is that the elves do not give up hope. And they do not give in to hopelessness and despair. And one way to do that is to keep your spirits up. There are many things going on this week. And... 
because there are things of tragedy going on in other places does not mean that we should not celebrate the joys in life. I have a friend, Lily. Princess Lily is getting married this coming Saturday. A very special shout out to her and her Prince Charming that all things will go well and she will have a grand time. Lily, if you happen to be listening in, keep remembering just whatever, however it turns out, just have a great time. And because it's your special day and you are the princess. And we have this coming Thursday, St. Patrick's Day. A wonderful day that many of those of us of Irish descent uh, like to celebrate with green, 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 which I love green, the color of spring and all things growing. It's also the color of the heart chakra. It's the color associated with the heart chakra. Uh, our place where the where love emanates from in our energy centers. And so, yes, this coming Thursday, places that you can celebrate locally here, Muldoon's Irish Pub, they will be having a St. Patty's Day celebration all day long from 10 a.m. till, I believe, midnight or whenever whenever it closes. They're having... Um, there's no cover charge. They're going to be having live music. So they'll be having some Irish and Celtic bands there. I'm sure there's lots of, there's definitely lots of good Irish food and Irish drink. And I have, in fact, a gift certificate for Muldoon's Irish Pub. And, but you can't call in yet. You have to wait till I cut to music. So I'm going to play some music for you from a Celtic fusion band. And these guys will not be at Muldoon's. They're not here right now. They're actually from Australia. Uh, the group is called Brother. Met them at the Renaissance, Felicita Escondida Renaissance Fair last fall. They will be back in the spring. So I am very excited that they will be back in the spring uh, at the Escondido Renaissance Fair. What did I do with their information? Yes, April uh, 2nd and 3rd, 8th and 9th. And then they're also going to be at the Scots Fest, which will be right here at the Orange County Fairgrounds Memorial Day weekend. And they're going to be at the Medieval Fantasy Festival out in Vacaville, April 16th and 17th. And then in June, they'll be up in Oregon for the uh, Fairy Worlds um, Festival. So lots of lots of ways that you can go and hang out with these guys. They are kind of Celtic fusion uh, music and high energy. One of my favorite favorite songs is um, a song that I consider to be very Elvish. Reminds me of uh, finding the um, Cottage of Lost play, and the song is called "A Thousand Ways." And here, I'm going to play some music from Brother. If you'd like to visit their website, brothermusic.com, brothermusic.com. And again, they're going to be here in Southern California in the next couple of months. So getting ready for St. Patty's Day, if you want to call 949-824-5824. In the next couple of minutes, I have a gift certificate good for some food and or drink over at um, Muldoon's Irish Pub. And I want to thank our friends over there for their generous support of KUCI and for making um, this little gift possible. 949-824-5824. And 
Let's see. Oh, here it is. Here is Brother with A Thousand Ways, KCI in Irvine. That is the music of Brother. They will be here in Orange County just in this coming month, actually. Uh, April 2nd and 3rd and 8th and 9th at the Escondido Renaissance Fair, which if you have not been to the Renaissance Fair before, it's really something to check out. Just a, a big bunch of fun. And, of course, they have the beautiful... Um, horses and anyway it's it's just grand but i got to see these guys there last fall and they were amazing and very attractive (laughs) and great musicians and the the guy that uh, plays the didgeridoo actually makes didgeridoos also they sell them uh the band sells them you can get one of his own custom didgeridoos very reasonable i might add so anyway that's brother Uh, Brother Music, they'll be here in Southern California. Maybe um, I can entice them to come on the show, either this show or What Would Arwen Do while they're in Southern California. We talked about it when I met them in the fall. So who knows? Stranger things have happened. And oh my gosh, I can't believe how we are running out of time. I want to say a special thank you to Lisa, who just called in and won the gift certificate to Muldoon's. And it was wonderful to talk to Lisa because she mentioned that she was just at Muldoon's last Sunday for the Sexiest Kilt Contest. I did not get, was not able to go. I had other things going on last Sunday, but I can tell you I've been, and it is a hoot and a, a day of great fun. And uh, she was just uh, riding with uh, her son and um, was listening to the program and said, oh, my gosh, I need to go. So hopefully she will be able to go back on St. Patty's Day and enjoy uh, some good food or some good drinks or something. And compliments of our friends at Muldoon's. And they are located right here in uh, Southern California in Newport Beach, 202 Newport Center Drive, Newport Beach, California, 92660. Their website, www.moldunespub.com. And Muldoon's is a Dublin pub and Celtic bar. They were established in 1974. I love Muldoon's. I love them especially because uh, they are a family-owned business and they are so wonderful as far as their support of local artists and musicians. They have their fiddle contest once a year. They have the kilt contest. They have local live bands there all the time uh, supporting music that you won't hear on the main, main airwaves and bringing joy and good food and good company to the Newport Beach area. So that's our friends over at Muldoon's Dublin Pub and Celtic Bar. And yes, they have all day St. Patrick's Day uh, festivities and things going on. Live music all day long, no cover charge. If you want to call them, 949-640-4110, 949-640-4110. And again, thank you to our friends for generously 
uh, providing gift certificate for us to give out to our listeners. And thank you to Lisa for calling in. And so what else? Oh, my gosh. It is the month of birthdays. It is the Elf's birthday coming up at the end of this month, and I'm so excited. And last week, I just uh, asked if anybody wanted to email me. I would be happy to wish them a happy birthday on the air. And Zane Araki sent me an email, and I just emailed I just emailed her back today. I'm so excited. I will not be able to go into why I was so excited, particularly about hearing from Zane, other than that um, her birthday is this coming, um, well, not this coming, a week from Friday. Uh, the 25th, so she will be having a very special birthday, and we will have to wish her a happy birthday again uh, next week on What Would Arwen Do? She's going to be 21, a big birthday, uh, happy birthday for her, and um, let's see, am I going to play the happy birthday song? I wanted to play the happy birthday song, but she also is... I kind of subscribe to lots of lots of different ways that we become informed about um, discovering our life purpose here on Earth. You know, we get information from astrology, we get information from our doshas in Ayurveda, we get information from you know the Myers Briggs test, we get information from um, uh, numerology, from all kinds of different areas, from archetypes, the archetypes that we resonate with. But I, there's also something called life purpose. Um, it's a Pythagorean system. Pythagorean? Pytha, Pyth- anyway, Pythagoras. Dan Millman shares this system in his book, The Life You Were Meant to Live. Uh, the Life You Were Born to Live, yes. Um, he's the author of Way of the Peaceful Warrior. And it's got kind of a numer- numerology kind of thing. And anyway, long story short of it is that I am what's called a 2911, which my life path, the first two numbers are the challenges you overcome in order to fulfill your destiny. And then the other number is your life path. So you could be like a three, five, 35, eight. So the first two numbers added together make the second number and that's your life purpose. If you, if your second number is like an 11, it doubles the, 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 the energy of the letter one, the number one. Anyway, 2911s are highly creative people here <laughs> to serve the planet. So that's the long and the short of it. Highly creative. And there aren't enough of us with highly creative, wild energy fields out there, uh, hopefully enriching the world with uh, whatever gifts that we bring. And so, Zane, whatever gifts you bring, bring them with great joy, and I hope to talk to you soon, perhaps maybe even next week on the show, on What Would Arwen Do, which I will be back next week with with my Hobbit co-host, Milo Lomsdown. And I did not I was not even able to get to the other things that I wanted to cover today, wishing a very happy new year. To all of our uh, Persian friends, Iranian friends, this is the Persian New Year. And again, Claudia Shambal had lots of good information about that this morning, had an interview, and gave us all kinds of wonderful information. I Unfortunately, I cannot pronounce the name of the person that she interviewed, but it was um, a professor from the Jordan Center for Persian Studies here at UC Irvine 
Tonight, there is an event going on in Corona Del Mar where you can participate in this special ritual of jumping over fire where you let go of your yellowness, your lack of courage, and you invite the fire, the redness of the fire, to give you strength for the things that you need to do. How wonderful is that, this special ritual? And it will be going on even this evening down in Corona Del Mar. And then this coming weekend on the day of the Vernal Equinox is the Persian New Year. It's also the Elvish New Year. So this is the year, this is the time that the elves welcome in the new year. So I will say to you in Elvish, well first to uh, Zayn, I want to say happy birthday to her uh, in Elvis, which is Elvish, Alasea Nosta to um, to Zayn, and then um, yeah, oh gosh, Alia Vinya Loa there are so many ways to say Happy New Year in Elvish, but I am just flat out of time. So I hope that you have enjoyed being with me today. It is always a great pr- pleasure and privilege for me to spend time with you, whoever you are out there. I would love to hear from you. Please uh, send me an email at askanelf at yahoo.com, askanelf at yahoo.com. And very quickly, two things that are going on this week that you may want to know about. Over at Visions and Dreams in Costa Mesa, there uh, Jane Rigney Battenberg is going to be doing uh, tomorrow, 3 to 8 p.m. She's going to be there talking about her book, Eye Yoga. This is yoga that can improve your vision and your eye-brain connection. She's going to be there tomorrow, 949-650-6929. Or, and this coming Friday, there's going to be a Reiki plus Flower Essences workshop with uh, Kisma uh, Rydling, and that is going to be, I think, just phenomenal. That's this coming Friday from 7 to 9 p.m., 909-302-2754, or you can always call Visions and Dreams. I'm not, I don't have their phone number right in front of me, but you can find it real easily through the Internet. Please stay tuned. Coming up in just a few moments, we will have... The Blue and Gold Report with Mark Roberts and I am Tani Tanuvia. We will be back. I will be back next week with my Hobbit co-host Milo Lomestown and in two weeks with Phenomenal Woman. In the meantime, here's a little happy birthday for all of you wonderful people having birthdays in the month of March. A very merry birthday to you. And until next time, Namaria. This is KUCI in Irvine, the best radio station in the history of the universe. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three, four. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday.